everybody, and welcome to another episode of your favorite show, Rain After Show. Today, we have an amazing special guest, and we might have been hating on her in earlier episodes, but she is like the sweetest human being ever, so you better stay tuned. <laughs> You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I just love this song, and we only get three more episodes to hear it! Hey, everybody! I am Keaton Markey, your host here for the Rain After Show. It is episode 13, Coup de Grace. It was a crazy app, but what's even crazier is who we have in studio today. Well, first of all, you should follow me all over the interwebs at Keaton Markey, so I don't forget that. But... (laughs) I am geeking out right now because we have our very own Nicole, played by Anne Purvu, in studio. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm pumped. You guys, she looks gorgeous, too. Can you please tell me who made this dress because it's just so stunning? Oh, thank you so much. This is an amazing Canadian designer. Uh, Leslie Hampton, and uh, I, I just have to do it. I'm Can sorry. Can you do a tour? I'm going to yes. do, do one of these. I want it. Do one of these. Sure and the pose, girl. You got one it. Of these. Yep. And where can they follow you on social media to see all like the full photos of the dress? Um, at Anne Purvu and uh, Leslie Hampton. At Leslie Hampton. And I will make sure to mention that. Awesome. She's amazing. Oh. Please look at her. You stuff. look stunning. You do look <laughs> stunning. Thank you stunning. very much. And thank you for being here. It's such a pleasure. And I, I'm grateful to be here for this particular episode. Next week is going to be pretty fun, too. But this oh! week is... <laughs> No, this week was one of those episodes, I'm not even going to, like, I got the script, I think it was two days before we started shooting, and I was reading it as I was going on the way, on the street somewhere, and I literally stopped in the middle of the street reading the script. I went, <gasps> and then we were like, oh, come I'm like, oh, crap, <laughs> go. It was, it's amazing. I seriously, my heart's racing right now. I can't even imagine getting any worse than this episode we just watched. Oh my gosh. Well, introduce yourself um. first, and we'll dive into the episode, because... <laughs> You, this is your second week with us. So. Third week. Third week. Oh my gosh, it's your third we week with you us. Last week, Keaton. Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay. Well, it was my twin and I, Alina Moltwin. Ugh, you guys. I can't. I can't sit next to you guys because y'all are so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, I'm Lena Nori. You can find me on social media at Lena Nori underscore on Twitter and at Lena Nori on Instagram. And I'm totally fangirling right now, sitting next to. And which I was going to call her Nicole because I'm so used to watching Rain, but she looks absolutely stunning, and we're so Aww. glad to have you here. Thank you, sweetness. It's great to be here. Well, let me let Phil. Phil threatened us. Uh, we have to. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Phil. Phil, yeah, Phil. I miss you. Phil is so sad he couldn't be here tonight, so he wrote a letter for us to read aloud uh, to you, Anne, as well as to everybody else. So I'm going to read that really quick. And uh, so, welcome, Anne, to the Rain After Show here at AfterBuzz. Though I am not here right now, I have no doubt how much your beauty radiates an already radiant room. Oh, Phil. How could it not with Keaton and Lena? Oh, thanks, Phil. Get back here. (laughs) I am sad to be missing this great moment, especially because as a fan, I have nothing but probing questions regarding Nicole. In an odd way, though, it's a fun, humbling experience because I get to partake like every other Rain After Buzzer gets to. I get to sit where I am and watch or listen as some of your fans choose to. And I tell you this, even though the show hasn't even fully started, I'm already enjoying every moment of it. That's right. I like, uh, I like Nostradamus can see into the future. I also see you having a blast. Thank you for making the time and coming to our show, and congratulations on being part of such a great show, even though I find Nicole deplorable. Winky face! 
<laughs> and then he threatened. He said, "Keaton or Lena, you better read the wink." Um, <laughs> ready for the wink, ready? <laughs> and to all the fans, I hope you enjoy Anne's appearance as much as I am. Don't forget to comment below. Uh, and you are always welcome back here at Afterbus. Yes. Thank yes. you so, so much. That thank is so you. Sweet. Thank you. And, and, uh, oh, and it doesn't end there? It doesn't end there because what? Anne had a birthday recently. Oh, it's it's coming up, girl. It's coming up next oh, it's week. Come, oh, it's so next this week. is like we're early okay, celebrating. Okay, so we're celebrating early. <laughs> Um, I'm so terrified that I'm gonna pop this and it's gonna wait, wait. I haven't I haven't drank on this show since Johnny Canyon Canyon was I'm a notorious uh, Japanese tourist, so I'm gonna videotape this. Oh, I'm so scared. Oh if it if it explodes <laughs> on like the all the electronics, they're gonna kill me. And it doesn't just end with champagne, so Phil actually Woo! That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I will show you guys this later. <laughs> so Phil actually wanted us to also get you a bottle of wine because he says you age like fine wine. Oh, that is so sweet. Is this so, a nod to that the episode this is with for you to take in the home. Oh, in the uh <laughs> You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. You're Thank so, you so welcome. much for coming. I was gonna say, Phil better watch out because you brought your boyfriend here today. So, gentlemen, sorry to say she is off the market. Anne is taken, guys. She is taken. Can I? Can I? Can I get you? Over I was here? heartbroken. For <laughs> <laughs> All your girl crushes. Okay, so I'm gonna let you guys start talking while oh I continue God. to pour champagne. Uh, we're oh gonna start God. with Scotland today, guys, because some crazy things happened. There was a wow. death. You know, this is, I think, the first episode of Rain in a while that we not only got a very epic death, but we got some hot sex, too. Look at the, so. multitask- <laughs> look at the multitasking abilities over there. <laughs> She's very excitedly. Oh, yeah. Lots of things right, have happened. On before this. we get into it, let's do a toast. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Poor people in the chat are probably like, talk about the episode! <laughs> Happy Cheers. birthday, Anne, Happy and birthday, here's to rain. Here's to rain. Yes. Cheers. Woo. Thank you so much, guys. Okay. That was what it. an amazing episode. Yeah. Oh my god. This is one of my favorite episodes of really? of ep- yeah, of the the fourth season for sure, but so far it's beyond incredible. I love how much of a fan of the show you are. Oh, like, yes. and, and we'll get talk more about you getting on the show mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. once we, we so we're we're gonna do Scotland, England, then France, guys, because yeah. she's she's in France, and we'll go into all things Anne and Nicole. <laughs> um, so there in Scotland, Mary decides to announce her pregnancy because mm-hmm. she realizes Darnley is uh, still kind of out to get her and trying to use the Privy Council against her. What do you guys feel about kind of Mary trying to take control in this way? And do you think it was a smart move or? I, I think it was an incredible move, and I think to neutralize him, she basically made an announcement public and, and sort of um, eliminated that uh, leg up that they had on her, you know? So it was a very smart move. I think it's incredible because she knows Donnelly so well. She knows that all he's seeking is approval and attention and respect. And obviously, towards the end of the episode, he actually admits that to her. So she just takes that opportunity. She's like, I'm going to make sure he can never question whether this is his child or not. But then, of course, you know, Donnelly just continues to never... Well, because and Mary Mary brought up a good point, and that this Darnley's main weakness is he just wants to be loved. Loved. He, I love that yes. line. Isn't that an yeah, amazing and line? Loved, and she just puts it out on yeah. the table like that. Yeah. He, she's like she knew she knows how he's gonna react if he's in a space where he's gonna. He's kind of like Darnley. I, I hate to not Darnley's kind of. Uh, never mind. I can't get into politics. <laughs> 
Never mind. We're not getting into politics here. But uh, as long as you feed his ego, he's going to do what you want, and he's not going to contradict you if it makes him look good, too, slash if it makes him look even better. But, unfortunately, we have Knox in Darnley's ear, which... Knox is the worst, and I hate him. And I don't know what happens in history to him, but I hope he suffered. Because... Ooh, wait till you see what happens. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. I'm so bad at this. Um, I, nothing happens. He's fine. <laughs> so what happens with Reverend Knox? <laughs> Let's, historically well, speaking... Yeah, uh, let me pull that yeah. up. So, not only... So, Mary get turns everybody against... Uh, or not everybody, but... Gets everybody on her side for yes, once, which yes. is great. Um, and isn't it lovely, just on a side note, how, you know, even though their marriage is so rocky, a woman still knows her man. Yes! Know, and knows what, how he's, yeah, the fact yes, that she actually absolutely. knows how he's going to react and is, is ballsy enough to put it out on the table, I love that. I think that's, you know, they yeah. are married, after all, and there is real love there, and that's what I love about how Adelaide and Will uh, play both of, play out this relationship, you know, I'm sure there's a genuine connection there to begin with. And then all this extra. Oh my God! Speaking of speaking of that, they tweet each other. And today I saw that she tweeted I um, Will Kemp saying, "Left me in the woods pregnant." Hashtag worst husband ever. I about died. That was by far the funniest thing she's ever tweeted. It's like that's incredible. It's like bye. But this is the thing you don't like. So after obviously he realizes he made a mistake by actually claiming that he was the father and not kind of denouncing like strategic no. mistake. Yeah, strategically yeah. that was dumb. Um, and of course Knox lets him know, you idiot. Uh, but you know that's not really Darnley's. He doesn't really think before he acts. Um, mm-hmm. But which I think is also like it's a it's a bonus to his character like as much as I'm I was like reading through all the tweets and all the fans are hating on Darnley isn't he such a wonderful character to hate but but that's his saving race like he actually there's a part of him that isn't exactly all that malicious it's not as malicious as it come, comes across right well, it, yes he wants power yes he wants the crown matrimonial but but at the end of the day he's just a man that wants to be loved and and, and he doesn't in a want, relationship with a woman. He doesn't want Mary to get hurt. No, That's not at all. He doesn't care about her. This episode is that we saw, like, regardless of you know, even though he he wants to be king and he doesn't want Mary to have the power, he doesn't want Mary to die. That's like, like as soon as he realizes, oh my gosh, this is what Knox is trying to do. He's just like, no, 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 we can't do that. Like, what are you doing? And then he's like, and even after they're like, well, we're gonna try to like catch her in adultery. He's just like, but but she'll just go to prison, right? Like she, yeah. we're not, you're not gonna kill her. And so you see, okay wow there's a lot of levels to this guy and he he cares about mary and like but you can tell he's a caring and loving guy because of how much he loved uh what's what was her name who mary by accidentally killed who with uh, the horse (laughs) oh 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 what was um, her name oh oh my god i gotta pull up the chat they know her name uh wow i'm blanking on this too right now which is really hilarious uh huh i don't remember what her name is Anyways, yeah. he, he, he had a love, and, like, and he really wants to love Mary, and he wants to love in return, but that love is shown to him by her giving him power, and she's just like, sorry, buddy, you're a loose cannon, and yeah. you pray. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're trying to catch Mary with Bothwell, because obviously Bothwell is like the big uh, kind of... Uh, counterpart to Darnley, and... Mm-hmm. Um, Bothwell's a little too smart for that and kind of, like, catches it before. And, you know, I'm so happy Bothwell... We all know through history Bothwell will marry Mary at some point. 
Um, we don't know if we're going to get it in the show because there's only three episodes left, so they're going to have to do a major time jump. I don't know what they're going to do, or another network is going to have to pick it up. I feel like... <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like I'm watching Anne's face to see if she, like, flinches when we say something, if it's going to happen. Oh, my like, God. Right now you said, I know. I'm like, I'm like is, is he going to marry, is Bothwell going to marry Mary? And I'm like this. No, so he, in history. No, does. like, on the actual oh, show, because the there's only three, se- I mean, three episodes uh, left. I wish there was three seasons left. Oh, to Bothwell. Love you. Love me some Bothwell. Okay, but that scene <laughs> where he thinks he's going to catch her with Bothwell, and then actually they end up catching her with... David Rizzio. Yes. Well, the before even before that, we see Rizzio because I loved Rizzio, but I've always kind of I'm like you're like almost too good to be true. I know. Like I, there's always been a little something that I'm just like, "Wait, is this are are you real? Like what are you hiding? You're hiding something." And we found figured out today what he was hiding. He's hiding his sexuality. Yes. And obviously in that back back in that time, it was he, like no. No, no. Like you can't even talk and so for him to kind of put his, like, reputation and life basically on the line by yeah. trying to blackmail um, the the treasurer of the of the Privy Council was just, Shows like... Shows you where his heart really was, yes. you know? And, and and I also love, you know, when you watch an episode of something, or just, just TV in general and storytelling, and, and they build up this beautiful connection. And Mary had a moment in this episode where she, she was like, I just them. want you to know you mean so much mm-hmm. to me. Rizzio, you are a true friend and I love you or something like that. And then I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> oh, this is going to be so oh, bad. No. Like, I was like, I was, as I, even as I was reading the script, I'm like, I didn't know what was going to happen to Rizzio, but I'm like, oh, no. That Something's coming. Something's coming. <laughs> so great writing. This is how you, the mark of great writing is that they set you up for these like crazy highs and lows, right? Oh, Kelly and John, I think. Kelly and right? John. So that exact... Oh. Oh. The exact scene that you're talking about, I was watching it, <laughs> and I'm like, she's going out of her way. They're like setting it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, either he's backstabbing her or he's gonna die. And then first, he obviously is the one that finds out on the ledger yes. that um, Lord uh, Riv- Ruthven, Ruthven, Lord Ruthven had actually um, been taking money, and like the ledger was like incorrect. So first, he calls him out, and then he questioned his sexuality. I was like, okay, he's he's getting killed off. No, he, he didn't question his sexuality. He straight up said, "Dude, I saw this. Happen. I saw this happen. You're you're getting with the same guy I'm getting with, and if you have any concern for your reputation, you will you will do what Queen Mary says." Because he left that room, being like, "Bye, no, sorry, you're not gonna get me. I have people behind me, Mary. Like, screw you," and. He, I think he was scared, and so for a second I was like, "Oh, wow, yeah. Rizzio, he's like now, we're, now we're good. Mary's good. Like he's gonna, you know, do this, and then, and, and then shall Bob, we? Oh, shall we? Yeah, talk let's about just that? go into it because yes. it's so sad. Wait, can I just ask a quick question? Did Megan direct this episode? Yes. Yes. Okay, I yes. thought this was Megan's episode. Yeah. Yeah. I love. She was. First of all, we'll, we can talk about just how wonderful it is to work with Megan because she has such an amazing, she has such depth mm-hmm. to her work in general. But as a director, she's such an actor's director. It's wonderful. Oh. Like, she thinks the way we do, right? Yeah. So she is, like, so entrenched in the storyline and she takes her time with everything and she gives you all these amazing movements, meaningful things that you can actually incorporate into your, you know, into the way you interpret the character. Um, she's incredible. And the way that that particular scene... so. Rizzio's death is an actual historical moment. Yeah, tell you tell yeah, more about it's this. Yeah, it's you know it's an impactful moment in Mary's uh, Mary Queen of Scots in history and her life, and uh, that was actually a huge scene to be 
you know, reenacted in the show. And I'm really glad that she took her time. Like, I think it was something like 56 stabs. Like, actually, he got stabbed 56 times, Mm, you know, trying to, getting caught with Mary. And he was being accused of, he was the scapegoat. He was being accused of sleeping with Mary, right? Or, or, uh, or being her lover and yeah. therefore uh, having that inappropriate relationship. So he was a scapegoat and he was a scapegoat. Right? You, 56 ugh. times, I think it was the exact number that he got stabbed. And that was horrific. Just such a beautiful job all around. It was heartbreaking. It Absolutely was such heartbreaking watching. An insane it. scene. I literally, mm-hmm. like, I felt my heart drop. I was watching and I'm like, there's no way. And they were so graphic about it. And then obviously you see that Donnelly's holding Mary back and it was. You actually saw, like, an endearing side to him. You could tell he didn't know it was going to go that far. I mean, he didn't even... The Lord Riven had to take his knife out and stab him, like, the final one in the heart. Yes. Well, I thought he was protect... You know, it's interesting about that. He took Darnley's knife, because Darnley did not participate. Mm -hmm. Notice, right? It was very obvious. He did not want to participate. He was actually holding um, um, uh, Mary back, right? And and in a a sense, protecting her, because it was was crazy, right? They were just going at it all over the place, right? Adelaide, yeah. Yeah, and so, smart as he is, Lord Ruthven grabs his knife, and he's like, no, you're a part of this, and, like, puts that final step. Right, to, exactly, to be like, no, 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 he was a part of this. So I loved the juxtaposition of that and adding that layer to Darnley's character because, you know, from, the, from an outside perspective, you think Darnley's a part of it. But then, is he? Well, yeah, because is if, he? if Darnley didn't stab, it wouldn't have been a whole betrayal. So it's exactly. like exactly the, the knife yep. and the heart's kind of like he walked in and it's Mary with Rizzio, which is crazy because even when um, Bothwell had left, I'm like, but... Rizzio is still a male. No one really knows about his sexuality. So yep. how did this diffuse anything? I, well, it's a political move. You. Yeah, it's yeah. a political it's, move. Right? It's absolutely political, and it, it. I'm. I love when they do stay so you know close to history because yes. you know why change history when it was just as crazy, if not crazier, than what we can write in fiction. Yeah. Um, so I'm so glad you shared that with us because it's, yeah, I'm it's pretty so sure that was a yeah. yeah yeah. And then so obviously Mary is heartbroken, um, but realizes she's got to get out. So she kind of fakes that something's going on with the baby, and <laughs> right gets, wants to have a real one on one, right? To yeah. connect and be like, listen, Which I agree with. Like that was super smart of her, and again, she's right. Like, darling, what do you think they're going to do to you? Like, as soon as I'm out of the way, really? But also, it was her last card to it play was. as well, yeah. right? Because yeah. right now she's a captive essentially, mm-hmm. and so she needs him to be an ally. Yeah, again. And she got him to be an ally, and she was able to escape the castle. Castle, and then uh, baby daddy leaves pregnant wife in woods. Hashtag worst husband ever. And riding ever. a horse, riding a horse while pregnant. Girl, I know, made, so <laughs> you made that look beautiful, Addie. That was awesome. Now, do you guys ride your own horses, or do you have stunt people? They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do? yeah. I didn't get a chance to. I was uh, kind of bummed about it. I was like, oh, what did I get? I got dancing lessons, which was wonderful, and they actually ended up cutting. Yeah, you know, you remember that that belly dancing with the that yeah, belly dancing yeah. episode? We had a whole choreographed like dance that unfortunately we didn't have a chance to showcase, oh, you know, on the show. Amazing. But it was so much fun. Yeah, but no, I wanted to ride a horse. I was like, oh, there's yeah, when, like stables and everything where you get trained. When Gil Darnell was in here, he was telling us who played Mary's uncle, I believe, back at a couple seasons ago. He was saying how any chance he got, like when he wasn't doing anything, he's like, can I just go ride the horses? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is which is what I would do. I'd be like. Huh? Um, (laughs) So Mary gets away, she finally gets to Bothwell, and um, she has men on her side, and they are going to fight this coup that has happened. But at the same time, does this mean Darnley's gone for good? What's going on? I'm looking, Nicole. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know. Tell us. Please. I don't know. Well, it's cool, that, it's cool that they give you the entire script because I know some shows they only give you your parts. Yeah. Oh um, no, no. We all. Yeah. That's really. That's really story. fun. Yeah. So Absolutely. why don't you have a sip of this drink so you can talk <laughs> oh, a little bit more? Is this what this is? is you this want some? <laughs> Get in there, buddy. That's all for you. <laughs> so okay. I was actually thinking about something, and I was talking about it last episode about, um, or I believe it was the episode before that, how. Mary's the one that put together the coup against Elizabeth. And mm. although she ended up stopping it, you know, she sent Lord Bothwell to retrieve her um, her pin. Seal. Her seal. It's crazy, like karma. Like, I'm always Team Mary. Hashtag Team Mary forever. That's but it's interesting. That's perspective. How yep. literally exactly what she did to Elizabeth ended up happening to her. And it's almost like it kind of humanizes her and it humbles her that this is exactly what you put Elizabeth through. And of course she ended up stopping it, but she still started it and sometimes even when you stop it it just keeps going it's like a snowball effect yeah yeah so I wonder that exact moment if she was thinking that like this is exactly what like Elizabeth was going to be trapped remember in her own castle oh yeah that's such a good point Uh, yeah one of the questions one of the questions was what's going to happen with Elizabeth when we retrieve her and she's like oh we're going to keep her a prisoner and then everyone was kind of like well we know that's not going to happen and as long as she's still alive she's always a threat and then it turns right back around and she's pregnant even worse and it's her husband that stabs her, literally, in the back. Yes. Speaking of True. Elizabeth, how about we move to England? Mm. Um, because not, not, not a ton of time was spent in England this episode, but enough. Yeah, we, we see that uh, Prince Ferdinand, correct? Duke, Archduke. No, Archduke, Archduke Ferdinand. Duke. Sorry, Archduke yeah. Ferdinand. Uh, discovers Elizabeth's uh, secret love affair with Gideon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as much as Elizabeth tries to, I was just I was reading Erotica. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I love that scene, oh actually. No, she could have been like queen. busted, but she's like, no, it was all about you, babe. You should not. Did you see those? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but she looked repulsed by him when he was kissing her. Like, even the scene yes. after they've already had... They were intimate the night before. She's, like, sitting there, like, sipping. Like, she just, you can tell she's not into it. And she's like, that was about you. Like, come on. But it's not about him. That's the thing, though. I'm glad that they they got it all out there. And it's cool to see, like, and I'm curious as to how accurate that storyline is to what really happened when it came to uh, Queen Elizabeth's kind of uh, marriage prospects. Well, I'm pretty sure Gideon Gideon Blackburn is mm-hmm. not historically. No, he's, he's, he's not. not he's, he's, a he's like a Narcisse. Exactly, exactly. Just um, a really we do handsome, love Narcisse, though. handsome, handsome fictional and character. Narcisse's female version. <laughs> hi. Um, <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> but like, this makes me question: Why didn't she marry Archduke? It, it just everything seems like. Oh my God, he's even saying, "Hey, all you got to do is be like, bye, Gideon," and and he's you handsome. Know what? At the end of the day, though, to be honest, even though I think it's the the most difficult part for a queen is to do what's best for her reign, for mm-hmm. her country, and mm-hmm. to what's best for her heart, and and also reconcile the two. And clearly, what we see in this episode is that Elizabeth is connected to Gideon. Her honest impulse is that she's in love with a different man, and yet for her country, she has to make a very difficult decision to marry this man, right? Well, to marry this and archduke. I think she also feels like if she like Gideon's the only person she trusts right now, yes, yes. and Gideon is all for England. He yes. really, really is. And so one person, she she only trusts one person, she only has one friend, to like say goodbye to that person, to bring this man in who she doesn't really know, who's saying, hey, let's rule together, which I think he's genuine. Yes. But that is still a genuine. lot to ask, I feel like, of a queen who has no one. 
And even her maid. Ugh, what's her name? She's my new Jane. Jane. Jane, you suck. <laughs> so, you know in the scene where they're at dinner. <laughs> Sorry, Megan. She's great. Megan's great. <laughs> Jane? Jane, oh. Jane sucks. Oh. <laughs> so, the, so the scene where they're at dinner and he kind of... The Duke tells her, like, basically, like, oh, I know that you're in love with Gideon. I've seen the way you guys look at each other. And we still actually don't know if it's Jane, the one that's giving him information, or if it's something that he's come to, like, the conclusion based off looking at them. Yeah. But he basically calls her out. He's like, yeah, I know that you have a love affair with him. And she's like, but you slept with me knowing that. And I actually, even though at first I was like, oh, no, he didn't. Because we've, you know. (laughs) Oh, no, he didn't. Alina and I, last episode, were like... Elizabeth, go for him. He's gorgeous, and he's a duke, and he wants, like, a real marriage. But then, after that moment, when he said that, I was like, what a snake. Like, like snake part two. And then, oh, when point. he broke it down, he was like, but you would have never given me a chance. I wanted to show you what we could possibly have together. And yep. that was such a great moment, because that's so mature of him. We see Donnelly, who constantly has an ego. But this guy sits here, and he knows that she has a past before him. They haven't really been intimate together yet. The engagement's not official, but he's still giving her an opportunity, like, hey... I want you to see what love could be like with me. And honestly, that's kind of beautiful. I mean, there could be a whole ploy behind it. We still have three episodes left, but I would love for her to have love. And if this is Elizabeth's moment to have that, I really hope she's able to put, you know, her crazy love girl aside and give it a chance because she could have a future with him, a throne, an heir. And the guy's just a sweetheart. Yeah. Like the flower room? What guy does that? Oh, you know. A room full of flowers? Yeah. Take notes. Take notes. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day is only like ten months away. Right? Ten months. <laughs> just for for just for fun. It was a Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot Thursdays. <clears throat> but at the same Anne's time, <laughs> in case you're wondering what Anne likes, she likes a room full of flowers and chocolate covered strawberries and champagne and champagne. Girls, come on, no, please, please. And this apparently, is, this is very wine. helpful. Um, <laughs> I don't know if she's yeah, into handbags, wine. but she definitely wears gorgeous dresses. So if you want to get her. A few more. So great. Just make notes. It's like taking, <laughs> taking notes. Um, but to add to that, let's last a little bit. He did deceive her. So he did. yeah. So can we? Tra- yeah. And I think that's the thing. As that much she needs as you know, about. this is the truth about being a royal. You have to reconcile really tough, difficult decisions. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be true love or, you know, you can you really give your whole heart to something and put your whole heart into something? But you know, and have, have it work out. Well, yeah. and when you way. have to give your whole heart and soul as a royal to your country. Exactly. So you've already given it away. So, mm. so he yeah. deceived her, but she's been deceiving him. First she lied about the letters. True. She lied about her relationship with Gideon. And like I said, I that scene, the second he was like, I know you those letters weren't for me, I was like, no, he did not. <laughs> Like, the Duke is a douche. Like, that's literally <laughs> the moment Hashtag I had. Hashtag, the Duke is a douche. Um, no, and, and how was, stunning was that scene? First of all, was when Megan went, when, like, going oh around and that little gazebo thing. Oh, man. That's I was, like, mesmerized. I was like, wow. But he wants, he wants her to give him a chance, guys. <laughs> I can see where he's coming from. He wants a fair chance. He knows Elizabeth yeah. is in love with somebody else, and he wants that fair chance. So I feel like he's trying to sweep her off her feet. And like I said, he was very understanding. He's like, listen, your past is your past. But if we're going to get engaged at this point forward, like, I want a real life and a real marriage. He did put his foot down. Yeah. No, I, I do respect that. That's a very fair point. And do, yeah. you, think, do you think she enjoyed, like, that scene? Because he's like, oh, don't act like you didn't enjoy it last night. So I wasn't sure. It was like, did she enjoy it? I couldn't tell based off. Um, I would say, based on this, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, on I'm going to say yes. No, I think she enjoyed it. But I think she feels guilt about enjoying it because right now Gideon is away, like, fighting yeah. for her, like, you know, in France. Yeah. That's um, the most interesting choice to make as an actor is, like, what are the highest stakes? And yes, she did enjoy it. Absolutely you know, she enjoyed it. You that. know who also regarded it was Claude. We talked about it, like, a few episodes ago. You could tell she regrets actually... Falling for Luke. Falling for Luke. Yeah, because she's So it's crazy. Like, it's, it's kind of like my mom always said that after long enough, you'll fall in love with any dog that you sleep next to. So it's like, is that as women, do we just fall in love for anything that, like, gives us a room full of flowers and some I, candles? I love my dog. No, I love dogs. <laughs> I was like, I don't I don't think my dog Ella is just, like, a one-off. I think she's my dog, and I love... No, I, I completely understand yeah. where your mom's coming from, and she's a wise woman. Um, <laughs> speaking of... I don't know. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. No, that speaking is a good point. of yeah, Megan and, like, what you brought up about the her her and doing that scene, I feel like that is one of her awesome directorial kind of um, she's such choices. a visual it, person. It, she's, it, but the movement that she has be- behind every scene and every shot, I really, really appreciate that. And that's something I really notice when it's her episode. It's just, I feel like the camera is always moving. And the camera almost allows us as the audience to be a fly on the wall, kind of like listening in on this conversation. And yep. I think that for like, you know, a show like Rain is so great because we are kind of like just peeking into these little yep. like moments of, of these you know, these royals' lives that are affecting an entire country. So it's kind of fun that she really, like, visually represents I us as a while. I loved picking well. her brain oh my God, uh, from a, like, as a director and as an actor because working with her, you know, we didn't have that many scenes, um, Megan and I, uh, while we were doing it, but as a director, she is just uh, so inspiring. And I remember her talking about, you remember that scene where um, where Mary goes into the library and then first meets up with Bothwell and yeah. him? Like, and and uh, it was very important to her that that is a new space in, in the castle that hadn't been shown yet. Shown yeah. yet. Yeah. And so it was really important to show the movement and like as as Mary discovers it, we the audience discover it with her. It was a really and I, cool I loved hearing her speak to that and she fought for that. She fought for that in the edit and she, you know, cuz there's many different levels as a director that yeah. the edit goes to. Um, and I and I really respect that cuz I think it's yes, important to have can. a vision and to have, you know, to not only to shoot something interesting but to fight for what you what your vision is, yeah. right? She so. just sets up the scene so well. Like yeah. you actually feel like you're there watching it live. And either that or she just needs to be a wedding coordinator because those two <laughs> flower scenes, I'm like, this is definitely a feminine touch. Whoever was the the art director of um, who's 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 your guys's? Uh, do you know the set the set head of set dress design or whatever? Well, good. We we always compliment the beautiful gowns, which we'll talk to you about that yes. more when we t- when we get into kind of your interview. But the the sets are amazing. It's a and huge team. Right? I, I'm an, sure it is. Yeah. So effort. huge yeah. shout out to the set dressers. The uh, designers of the sets and and everybody. I, I need to get your names and I I, <laughs> I will pull them up in the in like one of these episodes. I will give you all shout outs by name. But you guys do a great job and especially when when somebody like Megan directs and you get to really see these sets and how big they are and how um, how much detail goes into them. It's really 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 cool. So let's Absolutely. jump to France because that's when we get to then we get to talk more to you. <laughs> um, and everybody in the chat is wants to know. Uh, they have lots of questions, so we're oh, we're gonna get to your questions so soon. So keep keep sending me your questions, and I'll scroll back through once we get into interviewing. And but France, yes, big 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 episode in France. Girl! I guess. <laughs> 
Oh but first God. of all, Henry takes matters into his own hands, Henry right? Does. Yes. He does. He does. He says, yeah, you know what? Uh, I don't really care what Charles tells me I can and cannot do. England is over in our country, you know, trading and using our land without paying taxes, and I'm not okay with that. Uh, little For bit- the benefit of France. Isn't that interesting? Because I find that, I think in this episode, for the first time, we see Henry as a, li- a little bit of more of a mature not just out for himself, but out for his country. But right? that also helps for the benefit Spain. of Spain. Yeah, it, it, it helps France, but it helps Spain too. Yeah. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's trying to steal his brother's mistress and his throne. He doesn't know how to like not keep what's not his. Right. He he yeah. wants what he can't have. He's yeah. one of those people. Like ever, we've all experienced those people growing up, especially like in elementary school. Like somebody, or like even like your siblings too. Like. Like, my, my sister never wanted, like, a dress or something. And then as soon as I got it, well, I want what? one, too. And it's just like, no, Mom, this is my dress. <laughs> like, you know, but, like, so I completely, I love how that, you, I feel like they're siblings. You really feel like they have that sibling rivalry. Absolutely. Um, and I think that that's a testament to both those young actors. Um, they're both really, really great. And to be, all of you guys are great, because to be alongside such seasoned veterans, because um, yeah. it's such a mix of uh, age groups, I feel like, what you guys play with on Rain, um, everybody mm-hmm. kind of really steps up and, you know, I, I don't know who's it's at so what much level, fun. but yeah, I'm sure like the really, the veterans kind of like help you guys and like then the people who are, everybody just kicks oh, Watching Megan and Craig work together is an art form. I mean, they choreograph every single piece of dialogue that they have Ugh. together. And <laughs> that scene, <laughs> the scene uh, where Let's they reconnect, scene. the scene where they reconnect was... Uh, when your heart fell to your stomach. That was one of the most, you know what's funny? So first and foremost, while, this, while we were shooting this episode, and I'm not going to get into many details because this is you know, something personal, but Megan went through a personal loss in her life. Um, mm. I think she lost her father at the time. And um, it was a very difficult, it was a very difficult situation for everyone around, but not once did she not throw herself fully into the work, and I was very inspired by that. Oh. And so, you know, we were all very aware of what was going on, and we all just wanted to be there and support, and it was truly an incredible experience to be a part wow. of. And, and, and they, everybody did throw themselves into that work. And to talk about that scene specifically, how brilliant are you? Like, our writers are just... I mean, so stop! Like, so, like, like what? So at first, I'm like freaking out because you're like you're in there, and I'm like, I know what you're gonna see, or Nicole. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no! I and mean, then Henry, exactly. Henry like, kept saying like, oh, I don't want you to have your heart broken. Henry, what do you think you're doing by bringing her in there to see what's gonna happen? It's gonna break her heart regardless. And then Henry's in there. I'm like, that's his mom. <laughs> mom, <laughs> the epitome of like ah. So how wonderful is that? First of all, I think. Um, okay. <laughs> Once Henry arrives on the scene, I think there was, what I loved is that they, they really showcased, you know, that little bit of uh, connection that Henry and Nicole had. Because in many ways, like, I've, I personally loved playing with the three different relationships with the three different men that Nicole is interested in. And the two in different brothers. At the very, yeah, at the very beginning, right? As soon as Henry comes in, he's very much on her level. You know what I mean? Even though she, at first, so she starts with, um, with How Charles. How old is that after? Uh, Nick? Yeah. Nick, I think, is 28 or 29. Thank God, because I he looks so young, and I was like, I, <laughs> I have feelings, and like, I just, <laughs> I just hope 
to God he's not like eighteen. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, he's a great guy. Yeah, you um, guys, you guys literally need to be on an episode of Jerry Springer, and it's like <laughs> I'm in love with two brothers, and I don't know which one I want to be with, and then I'm also in love with who's Mercy. the father. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because at the beginning, so we start. Uh, I'm introduced into you know French court life uh, with Charles, and and with him because he's so young and so impressionable and so vulnerable because he connected so much with our lifestyle, it's easy for Nicole to sort of have, you know, true love, right? He truly loves Nicole. Therefore, I, you know... Does Nicole truly love uh, Charles? Like, like love in a, in a, like, does she truly care for Charles? I will tell you what I think. So for me, I made a choice at the very beginning of, of, uh, working that yes, she has a true, genuine connection. He is the one that brought her to court. Yeah. The only reason that she's there in the mix in any way, shape or form is because of him. So yes, she genuinely loves him. Is she in love with him? No. That's questionable. So yeah. The- she definitely loves Narcisse because Narcisse is the one who intro- like taught her. He's the mentor, right? He basically taught her everything she needs to know about how to integrate herself uh, usefully into French court. To get what and you want. To, exactly. And to and to be useful. To be useful. And as a woman, it's very difficult. As a, like peasant a peasant girl, because yeah, know, Catherine I mean, loves to throw those digs at me. I love that. Whenever <laughs> the writer like, uh, Nicole, uh, Charles is peasant lover. <laughs> you know, every single time, there's like one of those little digs and jokes, and, she, and Catherine is the one that totally uh, trashes me all the time. Uh, but I love that, because you're constantly reminded that she has very humble beginnings. Like, as much as she is a lady, literally, episode two, she's already like decked out, and you know, Charles yeah. has taken very good care of her. Paraded around is almost uh, his his lady, his yeah. queen, right? Nicole, the opportunist. Yes, <laughs> really. Yes. In in many ways, yes, she's an opportunist. But in other ways, like think about it, it's girl power. Like how else do you advance as a woman and as a, and as a woman without any sort of wealth and means, right? Uh, You're convincing me to actually like kind of like Nicole and like have some a little bit more empathy for Aww. her because like this is the thing. She's such <laughs> no, she's such a character that you. Like I think the best villains are the ones that you love to hate. Yeah, I, I bring up I bring up Cersei a lot. Yeah, um, and yeah. I, I this is why we love Catherine. This is why we love Narcisse. This is why, and it, it's very rare that I think in the series reign that there has been a villain introduced to us that hasn't had so many levels that we do kind of are like, but I but I I don't want this person off the show because I like them. Like, but I, I like, I like them because I like to really dislike them, and I like the, the the crap that they kind of stir, so that they're just such an interesting character. You know what's funny? So I was hired to do five episodes on the show, mm-hmm. which then turned into nine episodes, and I was immensely grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And and it was like I was literally auditioned one day, and I was shooting a week later, <gasps> exactly a week later, thrown into it. It was an amazing experience, but I didn't really have time to consider, you know, the the repercussions of that, <laughs> like the implications of that. It's like, oh, okay. So right off the bat, in the very first episode, I had Charles and I had Narcisse. And I knew I needed to treat those relationships differently. Yeah, yeah. They, they gave they, you that they much needed of a heads to be. up. Absolutely. Okay, cool. um, and then also what I loved is that, yes, she was an opportunist, but at first she did it for her family, mm-hmm. right? She did, she did want the gold. She did want the wealth. She was enjoying her life at court, but to help her family. And, and in, in many ways, I found that as a hook 
towards uh, how I wanted to approach Nicole from an acting standpoint mm-hmm. and, and make her not just um, a manipulator, like she was like like Baby Narcisse. Baby she was, Narcisse. She's Baby Female Narcisse. Narcisse. <laughs> Baby Lady the female Narcisse. version of Narcisse, which is such a juicy concept to begin with, and I loved that idea. You did an amazing job at that. <laughs> Thank you so much. And how, how, do you, how do you make that happen? Yeah. But also, for me personally, I always like to put heart into everything that I do. And so, yes, the gen- there has to be a genuine layer to her and to her needs uh, within, b- behind all of her actions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not just for herself, but she does genuinely care about every single person that she interacts with. And yet, how do you reconcile strategically going up the ladder and the potential that going up the ladder brings with it? Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, think about that. Like, think about the situation that Nicole is in right now. It's a very dangerous situation. <laughs> very dangerous, which is why that final scene, I loved shooting that final scene with Megan where the two brothers are like, you know, Charles brings in uh, Henry to yeah. discuss, you know, oh, I know what you're up to, yeah. right? And then Henry and I share this look like, oh, shit. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> oh, God. What's going to happen? Because I'm, I'm, I'm literally, like, if, if Charles knew what had happened with Henry, I'm gone. Like, imagine, I'm a peasant girl. Yeah. Right? Like, be off with my loss, off with my, off with everything. It's <laughs> yeah. like, get her out of here, you know, like, immediately, she's yeah. gone. It's a very dangerous situation to be put in. If, you know, now, the other layer to this is that Narcisse doesn't know that I know. Yeah. So the manipulator. Oh my gosh! And there's the only three episodes left. Right? right. So think about like think about it. and then of course Henry and I share that secret of our connection and then and is it genuine and is it not? And so as soon as I read this this particular episode changed everything for me because I was like, oh my god, you guys are brilliant, brain <laughs> writers. I love, love you. So, I love you because look at all these different avenues that you've opened up and it's just all so and je- it's like life. It's life. It's real life. When you get into a situation, all of a sudden things just get completely out of your control. Uh, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? You know. So if you could, I was actually thinking about asking you this question. I thought about it earlier today. So if you could rewrite the script. So this is not rain related. You're not telling us what's going to happen next episode. Yeah. So if you can rewrite the Nicole role, mm-hmm. and you can have a happily ever after, would you have it with Charles? Would you have it with Narcisse? Or would you have it with Henry? This is a great Ooh, question. That is. A I really was thinking good about question. that earlier because. And before you answer that, the reason why I was thinking is my favorite moment of yours in this entire season Mm. was the ending. I actually felt for you because you didn't just think you were going to get caught. I actually think you felt bad for Charles. And it's the first time I felt like she was human. Like she's not just trying to look rise up in station. She's not just trying to be obsessed with Narcisse that doesn't really want her. Because you always knew there was a side of Narcisse that might not want you, I felt like. So it's the girls want the bad boy. He was just very much ahead of me. Like, you know in life when someone is just so, like, you just feel like you're chasing? He's also fatherly for you, too. He's kind of like a guider. And then you have Charles, who I feel like is the best looking, probably. (laughs) Or the most... (laughs) I mean, I could never think of Narcisse as a father figure, but... (laughs) So, okay, so so which one would it be? If Nicole Um, could have her happily ever after, who would it be? Yeah, so I'm going to say, I was thinking about that, too, actually, uh, in in general. I mean, don't close your ears. (laughs) She was thinking about that. Yes, used to this. Um, it would probably have to be Henry. It would have to be Henry, and I'll tell you why. Because because Henry's the future. Like no matter how you look at it, um, uh, he is a man. He's a man. man. He, he goes after what he wants. He goes after what he wants. Charles Charles 
And and I am telling you, I really do believe Nicole genuinely loves Charles, but is I not necessarily in love with Charles at, at it's this like, very it's point. He's in the friend zone. He's but, but, yes, every it's more of those. Wow, he he changed my life, and I will always be grateful for that. And right? he loves me for you, as and he loves earlier. me for me. Um, but but he's got he's a little and unpredictable. He's a little unstable, right? And he's also got uh, many enemies. Henry is the future, and Henry is. Um, Henry's a bad boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Henry, Henry goes after what he wants. Henry's going to show off and, like, at the dinner table Henry be like, doesn't oh, listen uh. to his mama. Henry, yeah. Henry yeah. says, but sorry. You, and but he goes you, out and fights the Turks and, and has results, you know, and uh, doesn't need um, mommy magic to do it. Mommy um. <laughs> magic. Oh, wait, did you hear what my? Well, I, I think we need to do because we're running out of time. So, like, oh, let's no. move on. I know, no, we, I want to let's interview you now because I want to oh. be able to to get. We have so many questions in the chat, um, uh, and that was such a great question. So I'm just gonna we're just gonna slide into the the interview. Um, <laughs> who is who is your favorite person to do scenes with? Oh God, Craig Parker. Oh, yeah, that's. Sorry. <laughs> I knew that answer. He's, bril- he's brilliant. He's so awesome. He's just like when you're there, it's it's very connected and very real and and simple. It's it's easy. It's great. I think they meant who was the favorite kissing scene. Scene. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I made that up, but we want to know, right? Who, who's your? You know. Um. <laughs> Her boyfriend is staring her down right now, guys. I, it's very hard. Hold on, to it, be exact, very he's like this. <laughs> like, you better not answer that. Guys, like, I yeah. swear to God, Who? There, <laughs> there is no real answer to this question. Because oh, it's stop just, it. It's yes, just there so is. fun. His it's... name is Narcisse, and we can move on. <laughs> um, okay, to be honest with you guys, there was a scene, and we weren't making out, but there was a scene that was cut from the show with Charles and I at the very second episode and Fred Gerber directed us in this incredible like you remember when there's that scene where we roll off and we're like ha 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 and he's like oh I love uh, being Protestant he's like I'm Protestant and you know I know you're trying to help me but yeah there was a whole first part of that scene where Charles and I found (laughs) wah wah oh my god where are these edits I know I know we want the rain deleted scenes and blooper reel I swear to god it was so much fun (laughs) it was like a whole like like this beautiful bed frame and we had this whole choreographed thing that we were doing it was excellent it was a lot of yeah, that, that was fun. Beautiful bed frame. <laughs> beautiful bed frame champagne. Guess, I love this. Guess I who's this. sleeping on the couch oh! tonight? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull some questions from the chat. Um, keep, drinking. <laughs> keep drinking. Keep drinking. Uh, he's like he has so. the rest of the champagne. So let's see. Okay. Um, not done abusing you. Ask. Will Henry? <laughs> will Henry now use Nicole against Charles? Like, is he gonna use this? you know, blackmail against, I mean, I don't know how much you can tell us, but. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that, uh, he's in a very good position right now. He is. Because at the very end, I love the, the way that that episode ends, because he's like, brother, you will never have what I, what I have, or something and like that. And you give that, like, look, And like, there's the, oh, I did last night. <laughs> <laughs> Was it last night, right? It was the night before? It was, it was yeah. So, Although I am wearing the same dress, so it's questionable. It might have been like 20 minutes before, but... Um. Whoa! <laughs> Nicole gets around! Um. Walk of shame. It's <laughs> the same dress. Oh my god. You, I love that dress. That was my one of my most favorite dresses of all time. My favorite thing Ooh. about Nicole is you get the coolest hair. 
I feel oh, like gonna... I feel like you like there's there's a certain thing they do with your hair and they've done with your styling that really differentiates you from the other women of court, and mm-hmm. I it, it makes you just seem edgy. Yeah. And it so and it doesn't make you seem like kind of like less or more. It just gives you this kind of edge. You seem kind of like a a rock star groupie, like kind of walk. I mean, would you? I don't know if that went all, into all it. All us but girls were joking around. They were all even the, the queens were like, "Girl, you got the best hair." Yeah, <laughs> like she got, looks like she has sex best. hair. Like she always just had sex, <laughs> doesn't it? I just think it just, it just is not as it's just. It's just so different and edgy, and I just yes. really appreciated that 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 detail goes into kind of your character on top of like all the other characters. It, it takes Every an hour, thing. so it's all my hair. Yeah. And there's like a little tiny extension in the back usually that we do to just floof it out a little bit, um, and it takes about an hour and a half to braid and curl. Oh my god! Every single day. It I would never want to take it out. Oh no! I would rock it. I would go home and I would rock it on the subway sometimes, and I get like these awesome looks. I was like, yep. Cool. I, I went out several times with it. I'm telling you, it was like I did not want to so, take it out. It who does amazing. the hair on Rain? Because I need you to do my hair my, all the time. Lucy Orton. Uh, you have a new client, Lucy uh, Orton. So you know. Hi. Um, next <laughs> event I go to. I, if you're in Los Angeles, I'd love you to do my hair. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was amazing, and I really appreciated that. Um, you know, that extra bit of care. It does help. Like I'm telling you guys, when you're wearing these incredible incredible dresses that well, I feel so they're such a lucky. stunning canvas to work with oh, obviously you have so great hair girl, beautiful girl, eyes girl. <laughs> great style <laughs> keep going keep going no, yeah, yeah, like, more, tell more, me more 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 um, no but it was I felt enormously grateful genuinely enormously grateful just like my closet every week like we would have these fittings and they would just bring in some, some of the dresses we didn't end up using and I was heartbroken I know you tweeted you know? or you Instagrammed that one which was there so- are a few that I genuinely I'm like no we gotta showcase this like <laughs> it's my crappy behind the scenes picture in this thing but I'm showing it anyway because it was just so amazing and I think and the entire costume team was just um, it, they were all custom made they're all custom made for you and, and the time and effort that it takes I can't even imagine did you get to keep anything from set um, what did I keep I think I kept a pair of earrings that's it. Um, <laughs> I would have stuck one of those dresses. I would have stuck it in my suitcase. Like I'm wearing you know this shit for Halloween. Going to the Ren Fair every year. Got the best costume. I wish. You know what? It was genuinely we the the way that we heard that we were canceled was so sudden. They did that on purpose. Uh, you don't steal any of the clothes. What yeah, happened? and it, it was we heard it like a week before or maybe two weeks before we ended up like before the end of shooting everything, and so everyone was a bit like, oh. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it was it was a bit of a scramble. There was a lot of tears. It was really sad. And as we were shooting the final the final episode, they were tearing down sets. Like, and you know, I just think this was. A, I just think it was. It, it was. It, it was a mistake. I think it's because this is the thing. CW. I feel like they're all superhero <laughs> shows now, and this is like a historical show that it has these really wonderful, strong female characters and relationships. And I just. I, I can I can bitch about it you know all night long, but I'm yeah. just upset about it because I it, and it's I really feel like this season has just been so good, absolutely. So, and it's great to get out on top. Yeah, that's my saving you did grace. Say, yeah. You know that I that I really really appreciate is when you know you want to be a part of a show that is genuinely extraordinary, and mm-hmm. I am so grateful to be a part of the final season of Rain. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it has gotten to a level of excitement that I think is going to be worth it. And guys, the last three episodes, I'm not even joking will blow your mind. Really? It needs to get picked up. I'm sorry. Like, the show is incredible, especially this last season. It needs to get picked up. We need to wrap up, but I ask anybody who's in here, I ask these questions really quick, so this is going to be rapid fire. Oh, gosh. Rapid fire, really, really, really quick. Um, One, 
because uh, I always like you have to put it out in the universe so it can happen. Dream actor to work with in the future. Oh my god, Brad Pitt. Dream <laughs> actress to work with in the future. Ooh, oh, this is so hard. Uh, Juliana Margulies, actually. Oh, yeah. A uh, dream director to work with. James Cameron, just because oh. Titanic was one of the first films that ever just destroyed. Blew your mind. Blew my mind, and I would love to work. And he's Canadian, so hi, James. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> dream role. Do you have a dream role? This was my dream role. Really? I'm not just saying it. I have been, it's funny, my agent and I joke about this all the time. Um, I have been wanting to do a period piece. Uh, for a very long time and this when this came along it was just a total dream come true and the fact that this character has so many layers and, and I'm able to put a little bit of heart behind uh, you know we, we called her the duplicitous farm girl at the <laughs> duplicitous farm it's, gr- it's just such Duplicity. a multi-layered you know awesome kick-ass role that this this was my dream role and you so now I gotta make job. another dream oh yeah, my god so now, now, now you gotta put a new dream out there new dream out there put a new dream out there yep yeah, think about it. We'll tweet about it. Let us know when you when you have decided. I promise what that I will. Is. Um, yeah. Any dream franchise to ever be a part of? Oh my gosh! Because uh, hmm. I'm a nerd and I love Avatar. Oh, James Cameron! Hey, you kill two birds with one stone with that one. Oh, I, I mean, I can't wait to see the new ones coming out. It's just so he just does such cool work. Well, they they yeah. haven't started filming it yet, so yeah, you can yeah. still get in on that one. Hi, James. <laughs> <laughs> Paul and Purvu. <laughs> Call her James Cameron, and then <laughs> and you call me, and <laughs> you imagine her. I, body I paint? will call you. Yes, girl. Oh can you? Can Those you? Those blue eyes. <laughs> my God. Well, they they put her they in a mocap suit, so <laughs> I don't think you. I don't know if uh, uh, Zoe Saldana ever put the blue paint on because they had her in the mocap suit the whole time. True. So I don't know how that works, but put me whatever you want, guys. <laughs> I'm ready. I, I don't know. So good. I'm getting yelled at now by our producer. Need to wrap. Uh, ah. Any final things you can tell us about the next three episodes, or any final hints you can drop before we wrap up? I'm going to say that uh, all the fans, think about the things that matter to you most. You're going to get them. Oh! Yes! Just yes! Tell us! Tell us! I, from the bottom of my heart, wish I could, but just think about the things that matter to you most. And you're As a get fan, them. I just want to come to a screening party with all of you guys. So. That's all I'm saying. We got three episodes left to do it. So I've been with Rain since season one. Anyways, thank you so much, Anne, for being here. Thank you it's, for having me, You guys. can come back anytime. Uh, let us know what projects you're working on in the future. Do you have anything coming Absolutely. up that you can kind of pitch? I'm working on a magazine right now, Ooh. which I'm really, really excited about, and it's going to be a... a an LA edition, actually. So. Awesome! Oh my god, I can't wait. Well, pep, let us pep know so we can pep magazine, so we can kind of uh, share it on our social medias as well. Thank Congratulations you so much. on really your dream role, it. and you're so sweet, you guys. She is the sweetest <laughs> human being. I'm always gonna feel bad when I hate when I hate Nicole because hate her, like, but guys. Anne is so nice. <laughs> She's so cool. Uh, so where can we find all of you guys uh, as we wrap out the show? You can find me on social media at Lena Nori and Twitter at Lena Nori underscore. I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Ann Purvu. Uh, you guys can find me all over the interwebs at Keaton Markey. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later!
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.